In response, a legacy podcast is brought to you by greatnessatanycost.com and austrian-legacy.com. to the 12th episode of the in response a legacy podcast i'm philip klein i'm daniel and i'm peter plank and we're talking about legacy most of the time almost always <laughs> so <laughs> today's episode is a little bit uh shorter i think because um there isn't really anything big going on in, in the legacy community uh if we're speaking of worldwide. So uh, for today's episode, at the beginning, we're talking about the personal things in life, uh, the, the things that happen in, in, in Daniel, Peter's and my life. Uh, for, uh, for the second part, we're going uh, through the matches of the Austrian Legacy League Cup. Daniel and Peter have already played their matches for the first leg. Um, then I'll I'll tell you uh, how I feel about uh, my upcoming uh, matches. Then we are uh, we are talking about how the streaming affects us, uh, how the streaming experience happens for us, and in the next, in the third, we, we are talking about the legacy meta shift at the moment and. Uh, how Snowco uh, reigns in the meta and about the new breakout deck and I think for this we can uh, start with Daniel so Daniel what's up what happens in your life oh yeah what's up um, I have a lot of things to do actually for my PhD thesis at the moment um, I have um, had, right today I had uh, a presentation uh, at my institute of my work, um, which is, yeah, kind of um, pulling me apart from everything else at the moment. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, I so mean... Th so so that, was, that was because you, uh, because you came late today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was and, at university. We thought, you, we thought you had a girl over. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> uh, no, no um, it's just my hand. It's just my hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I have a lot of things to do uh, because I'm specifically. Uh, I don't want to go into details, but I'm working on uh, a kind of modeling approach. Uh, for um, experimental data uh, of my um, um, yeah experiments I'm doing in the lab, so it's kind of mathematical and um, theoretical in a sense. And what I want to do is um, is uh, a little bit of a number crunching with experimental data, and I'm trying to um, extract some infos that are. Uh, I might have for uh, a paper in the future that I can maybe publish uh, okay. or just of course for my PhD uh, thesis as well. So um, can you tell us something about the, the experiment that you are 
Sure. So I, I don't know. Um, I, I think the basic idea is very easy to understand. Um, my PhD thesis uh, is about a project uh, which is in cooperation with uh, the big company OMV. Um, I think this might, of course, be known also worldwide. I hope so, at least. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. It's yeah. one of the big gasoline um, organizations. Companies. Yeah. Um, the idea here is that they um, created a process or they invented a process where they are able to use plastic waste um, and more specifically packaging waste that normally would get uh, or would be uh, used for landfilling or that you would normally just burn. Um, okay. they, they use it. They can, um, let's say, melt it and what you what you call it is depolymerize it and what you get is uh, uh, a different kind of crude oil uh, that you would normally um, get from the refineries or the, the drilling islands that you would just normally uh, gather uh, you get a new uh, oil that you can process and use for different kind of uh, applications or products um, and, and you, you even can make new plastic out of it so the idea would be then to uh, recycle plastic waste and produce new plastic, in a sense. This is the idea yeah. of the project. And okay, so so you could basically also make fuel out of it. So so yeah. So like gas. Yeah. 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 You can okay. you can you can use it for fuel, uh, or you can also uh, process it further to create new plastic. And my part of this project is. The part where um, it's about creating new plastic again. Okay. And as you can imagine, when you recycle plastic waste, there's a lot of impurities that you are, <laughs> that you are expecting or need to um, consider. And um, my idea is, or my focus lies on those impurities and how they affect the process of creating plastic again in yeah. general this idea yeah. i kind of worked in a in a similar field in in a practical way back at my previous job before i started studying yeah I, you know I, I, you know about this a little bit yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I was in the injection mod, uh, molding of plastic parts and yeah the the a usage of used plastics there is enormous and it's uh, really really wanted from all of our customers back in the days yeah just because it's uh at first it's very very good for the image of a company if you use a lot of recycled plastic for sure and yeah. and yeah it's very very hard to to use it uh via injection molding there are different um yeah um forms that you can use it but yeah i think that that would be too much for for a magic podcast <laughs> <to> talk about <laughs> yeah for sure but i think it's a quite interesting topic there are a lot of different uh, approaches uh, of uh, recycling plastic um, as it is a big topic uh, worldwide of course yeah and i, I really um, i think it's it's cool that that, that you can basically revert the plastic the, the, the plastic bottles or, or the packaging like you said back to yeah. their uh, 
to the roots, back to, to their the roots, origin. back to their origins, yeah. where they where they're coming from. Um, I hadn't even known that that this was uh, possible. So that's that's really cool, and it, it's a very interesting uh, field there. Well, um, the problem here is always. Um, it's not really a matter of, of, of possibility because a lot of things are, are very much possible, but it's always a matter of feasibility. So uh, cost and uh, the econ uh, economics is always uh, that you have to consider. You need to be sure that when you uh, produce new plastic, if it's that much cheaper, why on earth should a company really go for uh, a mass producing of uh, such uh, chemically recycled uh, plastics? That's the whole problem. So you need to make the process economically friendly as well for the companies. Um, yeah. And that's a long way that's to go. That's probably the, the, the big hindrance here. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. I can certainly see that. Um, other than that, I don't have much going on. Um, sports is kind of a low for me at the moment because the weather is so cold <laughs> uh, we have minus degrees in Austria right now a, a little bit below zero it, it's uh, minus two or something like that that it had today it's, it's uh, uh, apologies for uh, <laughs> for uh, international um, listeners <coughs> but I only know the temperatures in, in degrees Celsius. I, I think it's... it's <laughs> is, isn't, isn't zero degrees Celsius something about uh, 30, 30, 38 or, or something? Or 32 in, 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 in Fahrenheit? In Fahrenheit? I'm not sure. I, I have no uh, idea. Uh, wait, I've, I'm going to Google this. I'm personally yeah. so uh, confused by the Fahrenheit scala. Um, but yeah, it, it seems strange okay. for yeah. us. <laughs> and, and and I'm a scientist as well, but uh, it's I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, as a scientist, I think Kelvin should be the next scale we we should use. <laughs> for uh, technically, yes, of course, but um, degrees work uh, from an engineering uh, point. If you if you're more into engineering type of stuff, yeah. then Celsius is. Oh yeah, so so um, uh, I got it here. Uh, zero degrees Celsius are thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. So I think okay. we have at so the moment something between twenty-eight or thirty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's just uh, very cold, and <laughs> you can imagine that. Uh, going outside for a run is a little bit difficult. Although I have to say, I, I keep uh, I keep cycling to um, university, even at this these temperatures. Uh, I might try to do that the whole winter, actually. But well, let's see how much snow on. we get this time. <laughs> yeah. If there's yeah. if there's a lot That's of snow, then then I can't see you <laughs> cycling there. <laughs> it's what five miles yeah. or something. Uh, from my from from my home to university, yeah. about about uh, four to five miles. Yeah, yeah. it's seven kilometers. So okay, yeah, uh, completely Should fine. Four to five, completely fine. Oh yeah, and yeah, Peter, uh, what's up? What happens in your life? Yeah, definitely less 
than before Corona is over in my family. Oh, that's great. <laughs> at least. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great news, a, yeah, a lot of exam and for, for university to do a lot of projects or a few projects for university to work on. So yeah, definitely something to do there. Recently, I've, I've been now starting with Pokemon 99 since Mark Eric Vogt recommended it and it seems like a fun format to to enjoy old school gaming in a cheap way and yes yeah, definitely something i will try out in the future i've just sorted out my my modern collection for only modern playable cards to to get them to another card game and stay in magic only uh, legacy all our modern listeners are just leaving <laughs> us right now <laughs> I, I don't think we have a lot of modern listeners <laughs> to begin with yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean and shout outs to those that are hanging out with us <laughs> talking about the different format and our lives <laughs> yeah. while wanting modern stuff to go uh, yeah. uh, speak, speaking of pokemon uh, isn't it just a magic light version of card game at least that's what i imagine it to be it's it's really different i mean it's it's kind of similar but it's really different um <laughs> it, it, it's 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 both card games are from wizards of the coast so that stays the same yeah um i mean but but you have a, a concept like in the in the video game where you have up to six uh, Pokemon out there so there is a space limitation like in Yu-Gi-Oh and you have one Pokemon that that is currently fighting and you have Pokemon on your bench with which is equivalent to the Pokeball uh, a trainer uses in in battle in the video game so but you have a mana energy uh, you have mana in on and lands in 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 magic and you have energy cards uh, which is the resource in in Pokemon. Um, but yeah, there are various deck types from stall uh, slash mill decks to uh, real mill, uh, real stall decks to aggro decks to, to counter decks that wants to attack the meta on a different side, just like we have a magic hero in old school or in legacy. So it's mm -hmm. really, really interesting. To, to experience a whole new format with, with a whole new um, yeah card game. I mean, I played Pokemon back in the days, but not in 1999, because back then I was two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when did Pokemon come out? Just quickly. 1999. So it's, ah, it's ah, the old school format. Okay. Just the first year. Okay. It, yeah. uh, there is legal... The first three set, the base set, fossil set, and jungle set, <coughs> and the black star promos um, one to four, which are the promos that came out in 1999, but not the next six promos of this series because they were given out after or after the millennial change in 2000. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. So I can just remember that. The first and the last time I played a game of Pokemon with my uh, then six-year-old nephew, uh, I think it was last year or, for, or, or two years before, 
<laughs> and I had to I had to watch a YouTube video just to get the basics right. <laughs> yeah, the win condition is uh, different because you have the six prize cards that you have to win, and you get one prize card for knocking out an opposing Pokemon. So. This is the, the damage, as we would call it, the 20 life total we, we would have in, okay. in magic. Kind of reminds me of, uh, how's it called? Duel Masters, I think. Yeah, I don't know if I you never, guys know it, but... I, I never played it, but the problem with Duel Masters was that it, it was so unfun to play because every card was either a threat or, or a, a land. Yeah. You can use each card as a land card, yeah. yeah. But I, and, and, and that I, made it really bad as an experience, I, I've heard. I'm not sure. I played a little bit, and uh, when you compare that to Magic, and I'm always a big proponent of reducing luck, um, and if you were being honest, mana problems is one of the biggest uh, uh, contributors to people losing because of luck or winning because of luck. And if you negate that, uh, skill is just more important in a game. And I kind of like this concept. But I get that uh, within this um, concept of each card being a land, there are other problems that you need to balance out, of course. So yeah, it's, it's I a think different the, game. I think the problem was that... How do I say this right? Um, you, you are... There are no deck building restrictions and and the problem was that uh every game felt a little bit the same because you don't have yeah yep. the, the fighting in your own deck um and in magic it is it is possible to um to have a really aggressive but rewarding strategy with yep. with, uh, with your mana because you can go really really down on mana just play eight lands and four petals or something like that. And if you have one or two lands in your starting hand, the, the, the deck plays out perfectly, but you can mulligan down. And it would be the same in Doom Masters. Yeah, you have no risk in playing uh, land, uh, land light decks or something like that. So yeah, the experiments should shift a little bit. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. And yeah, Philip, what is going up in your life yeah since since covid hit us again with the lockdown um basically everything changes and everything stayed the same so both simultaneously uh i i'm still going to work every day and uh, funnily enough because of the uh, of the lockdown so you can't do anything real like like going out or or, or meeting up with friends um, you you search uh, other things to do, and mm -hmm. suddenly you have even more work to do than you would have uh, had if there wasn't the lockdown. And so, um, yeah, we have started the Austrian Legacy League Cup. We uh, we also mm -hmm. decided to. Uh, Comment, live commentate and stream uh, stream the the cup. Uh, it's a it's a webcam tournament, like we said in the podcast before, and that's a hell of time consuming. And and also I uh, 
I've chosen to, to remodel my sleeping room, uh, my, my bedroom, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like, uh, oh, well, I've got time today, and now we, we're starting. <laughs> yeah, and that never pans out. <laughs> so I had, so last week was such a stressful week. I, I, can't, I can't even, I can't even t tell you how stressful it was. Uh, we, yeah. I started. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I you, you, you had, uh, yes, so many things to do uh, in 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 your bedroom uh, alongside your normal work. Oh, yeah, for sure. The sound, the sound, and also this works. Yeah, and, for sure. And, al and also the painting, yeah. <laughs> and also the painting. <laughs> so yeah, so that just, means you just, need a painter uh, servant for this. Am I right? <laughs> Again. Oh yeah, definitely, Again. definitely. I need a painter servant. <laughs> Because I'm playing one in the cup, so mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, a painter servant is probably the right thing I need. Um, and yeah, I, I started last week on, on Monday, and then I uh, was full of energy, uh, worked until midnight, and then the next day um, work hit me hard. I didn't have have nah on on, on Tuesday. I also worked late. Uh, in the in the bedroom because I have uh, <laughs> this sounds so great Philip you work yeah. so late in yeah. your bedroom this sounds so great but very very hard <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that sounds so wrong uh, uh, I love it I love it but uh, don't let your let me distract you <laughs> but but yeah actually um, the, the the walls were so co coarse and mm -hmm. and I wanted them to be smooth and silky so I had to plaster everything to sand everything down and um, and then paint everything new and um, that just takes some time even even if you're skilled in that uh, or if you if you if it's your your uh, daily work yeah um, when you do it outside of your normal work time yeah and outside of your normal normal working hours and so yeah it just it was a very stressful week and then we streamed on saturday the the group b of the austrian legacy decap mm -hmm. and then we streamed on monday again the group c and now it's tuesday <laughs> and we are recording the podcast and yesterday i i finished uh, my bedroom um at midnight again uh, i i painted the, the last thing before uh we streamed the the cup oh, really? and after after the after the stream has had finished um i i had to clean everything and made everything nice and 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 swipe the the floors uh, and i still yeah have some some little things to do there but it's almost finished now and today we're recording the podcast <laughs> so very stressful week during the lockdown i can definitely imagine that yeah. um yeah but sometimes i have this sudden surge of energy and then i want to um tear the whole world down and then i suddenly uh 
then suddenly remember I don't have time for that. <laughs> but, but I already started, so uh, that, that, that sometimes doesn't really work out for me. So I have to live with my impulsivity. Yeah. You, and, you yeah, take your time comes at the basically moment. and you make the best out of it, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's always hard to be myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so speaking about the Austrian Legacy League Cup, um, uh, my two handsome co-hosts have uh, have had their first uh, matches in, mm-hmm. and we're starting with uh, Peter. How did you fare in the in the in your group? How were the matchups, and how did you like the setup at all? Um. Yeah, I I really really liked the setups actually. Um, it was really really nice to, to play in the event. Event, I it was nice to see you two guys um, cast this whole thing. It was my time to play all three. Um, yeah, all all three matches on stream actually. So every match of mine is showcased in the world, which is. I think now available at the YouTube channel of the Austrian Legacy League. Yep. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I played against Bug Ninjas, Rack Delva, and Stefan Texas. Against Bug Ninjas, I won two to one. Rack Delva, yeah, I would say nuts me away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> with very, very good draws. It was, yeah, game one was three Delvas on the board, turn two. And they all flipped uh, turn three. Yeah, and Rack Delva was on the play. And and he, yeah, the, the first Delva flipped naturally on turn one, and the second two Delvas flipped off a brainstorm on the third turn. So, yeah, this was just a loss for me. And game two, he had two forces for Delva and uh, for, for Oko and Teferi, and then a force of negation for... Um, my um, Sivine reclamation. So, just happens. It's variant was a very good draw from Rakdelva, and yeah. But Stefan Texas, I yeah screwed up game one. I had two forces as my last two cards in hand, a paint and a grindstone out there. My opponent had a Skycliff apparition on the field, and he cast an. Flickerwisp, and I was just thinking, yeah, it doesn't matter what he targets from a paint or a grindstone because, yeah, I get it ah. back. But, yeah, of course, he targets his own Skycliff apparition, and yeah, I lost yeah. the game. Yeah. But I came back with a 2 to 1 victory, so yeah, okay. it happens. I came back, and yeah, was definitely nice. I mapped out all of the matchups beforehand, decided a side form plan together with, uh, with Daniel beforehand and yeah it was nice playing in it and yeah casting the next event two days two days later which were daniel's games yeah um i had the pleasure to play yesterday i have to agree with you uh peter the setup and the whole thing we have going on here is really amazing actually i, I was surprised how well this discord or, or webcam thing is working in reality and um even though we can't play in or we 
yeah, we are kind of enforced to do it this, that way because we can't do it in person. I'm a little bit surprised that this, this hasn't been a thing in the past, actually, because um, you need to um, set yourself or you, you need to make room uh, for a time slot that you actually go to a game store or meet up with people to play cards. And if you're at home and have two hours uh, left over, you can just set up your webcam and play with somebody. We even organize a small tournament. Tournament. In theory, this would be a thing in the past as well. Yeah, yeah it was also a thing, a thing in the past um, because there is, I think, uh, one year ago, the, the webcam, the legacy webcam Discord uh, started and uh, yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. through covid um the webcam the webcam play style uh has has experienced a boom so it, it basically sure. exploded but there was a, a small a handful of people that already played like that because they don't have mm -hmm. an lgs that that plays legacy they yeah. or, or they even don't have an lgs in and the uh, the radius so that, that they can't reach and yeah. and they still want to play uh paper and i think that's a great way to do it it's uh, it's uh, certainly it, it just feels better to play with the with with the paper cards in your hand to to shuffle the deck up to yeah. to draw the cards to to play it and yeah the, it's it's just a feeling and also also uh, you have more of the of the gathering aspect that we all love in this game so much uh, because you have a, uh, you have a real mm -hmm. opponent I, I mean in, in magic online or in arena you also have a real opponent but you can't interact with them like that and so yeah. uh, and so the, the social aspect uh, gets lost yeah, normally, yes. I mean, of course, it's not comparison to being uh, at the LGS. Uh, no, for sure not, yeah. Uh, and the idea is also not to, to um, transfer FNMs uh, to online or Discord webcam FNMs or something like that. But um, given our situation, I think for basically no cost, maybe you have to invest in a webcam. But as, we, as many of us are doing, you can do it where... Uh, uh, a smartphone app as well um, you don't have basically any costs to do that and that's a nice thing actually yeah and um, I fared also pretty well in this in my three matches that I played I had um, um, four color loam as opponent um, then Rak Delva and Chan Togak were my three matches in theory, and I, I was playing Ant, uh, like I, I think I mentioned it last time, yeah. Um, in theory, I think the matches are, or the matchups should be all winnable from my perspective. I personally think that For Color Loam is, uh, is favored for Storm. I also think that Hogak is favored for Storm, and Rakdelva is kind of a 50-50 matchup. Usually, um, uh, Storm pilots say that uh, Storm is favored, but I think due to um, Arcanist and um, especially Force of Negation, this kind of shifted in Delva's favor a little bit. 
So I think this is kind of a 50-50 matchup in, uh, for that reason. Um, I won against Four Color Loam, 2-1, two to I think. I lost against Rak Delva, 1-2. One to, one to two. And then I won against Chant Hogak, 2-1, two to one, actually, yeah. I was, in general, very um, happy with my plays. I made a small missteps. And I realized something, of course, also. I'm playing a version with Kahira as a companion. And I have uh, Force of Vigor in my sideboard, which is a fantastic tool. I really love this card. But there are a lot of matchup, matchups where I have to bring this card in. And when I'm bringing four, uh, three copies of a 4CMC card into the main deck, my Art Museum really is uh, getting worse. Oh, yeah. of course. And Art Museum is actually almost my plan A uh, storm plan right now. I, I really have to say. Because oftentimes you have to play around some kind of weird graveyard hate. And Atmosphere is often the safest you can do. And I think when I go off, I go at least half of the time it is with Atmosphere, actually. And so I might have to think about uh, sideboarding a little bit more uh, when it comes to Force of Vigor and the Atmosphere interaction a little bit. But other than that, um, I really like my list. I'm, I'm happy with it. With it. And I'm definitely looking forward for the next few matches. We have another group where Philip is playing next week. I think it's next week on Friday. Oh yeah, I think, right? uh, when this when this it's podcast the... comes out on the, I think it's the the fifth. Uh, well, it's the, the fourth. The fourth. Yeah. The fourth, uh, the, the fourth is, is the Friday uh, when the podcast will be live, and I think the eleventh will be the one where you yeah, will be playing. Yeah, uh, right? will be playing on. December 11th and uh, we yeah. will start with the stream on 20.30 p.m. CET so it's basically mm -hmm. um, what what is it in in, uh, in, in Boston time uh, I think it's six, six hours, hours yeah, early like or that. something um, like that so it's, it's on, on the afternoon for for American listeners um, yeah, I'm going to play uh, uh, Black Death. I think we also talked about the deck um, beforehand in, in the yeah. last podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I made the right decision after I have seen the, the deck list from all, from all the from all the opponents and all the people, and after I've seen the my group. Uh, where I'm st uh, stuck in. Uh, I don't think it's mm -hmm. uh, it was that of a good choice, but I'm here to have fun in this event. I'm not uh, here to win it. So it's okay, I guess. Uh, I'm just looking forward for having uh, some cool combo kills, maybe also on uh, on stream. And I will certainly uh, make a list how how often I kill with what. So that's definitely something I'm I'm going to do. And 
I also think it's it's very interesting to have all these combos uh, pressed in one shell together, and it's just cool when you can this time kill with with duck depths and the next time you you just yeah. make the old Iggy Pop action. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the Iggy, Iggy, Iggy Pop, um, Iggy Pop? Before, before Infernal no not before Infernal Tutor uh, before at Nauseam um, Storm always played ill-gotten gains and yeah it, it played always ill-gotten gains and basically all you had to do was um, have two LEDs and uh, and the Infernal Tutor, then you set the new Infernal Tutor, crack your LEDs for ill-gotten gains. Uh, mm -hmm. You play ill-gotten gains, you get mm -hmm. back the Infernal Tutor, the LED, LED, and the LED. And you play out the two LED, LEDs, pl uh, play the Infernal Tutor with remaining two mana, and do the same just uh, three yeah. times. You, got, you get to Storm four, 11 or 14, and you ten, uh, with the last... 12, yeah. And with the last uh, with the last tutor, you the tutor up the tendrils and you kill them. So it's basically a free card combo. Yeah. Okay. I I, I see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's called it's, it's Iggy called Pop. Yeah. Pop. Oh, nice. Ah, nice. I didn't it's, know that. It's it's trivia from the past. <laughs> yeah, I love this kind I, of stuff. I also do. And yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to it. We will see how I fare. Um, but I'm here to have fun, and that's the only thing that yeah. matters. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the yeah. of the streaming and of next week, I won't commentate uh, next week. Next week, we uh, you will see my co-hosts. You see Daniel and Peter commentating on the stream. And uh, will it... Yeah. Uh, will it also be that hard like it was for me the last uh, few times? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I think streaming, uh, I, I never had it in the past, uh, the streaming experience, but I think it is very exhausting. And I always get headache after two or three hours of streaming because you, you kind of stress yourself and you are always concentrating on what is happening you're, you're thinking about stuff in the background like updating deck tracker, um, the timers that you have going on. Um, then you also need to pay attention on the matches that are happening. And uh, of course, you also want to interact with your co host. So I think there's a lot of things going on that really, yeah. Um, how how would you would you call it? It's just stress. Yeah, it's mentally exhausts you really yeah, really yeah. hard. Ex yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's my experience. Yeah, for for me, um, as we talked, we were streaming yesterday, so so Monday when Friday this episode airs, it it was, it was the hardest streaming day I had, and I, I've streamed a few days more than my my two co-hosts because I was streaming yeah. solely the the recasting of the the paper play we had at our lgs for for the austrian legacy league and but but this time it was i mean i was using a, a way better overlay setting uh which 
um, which Daniel made. And yeah, it was just so exhausting with updating um, Cardboard Live, which is really, really cool. And one of the, the, the best things we have here in, in, the, in the biz. And yeah, but it was mentally really, really exhausting. I was... Yeah, I was I was down. I, I, the only thing I wanted was going to sleep after streaming. So, yeah, fully, fully it understandable. Was hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 so hard. Yeah, but yeah. we have to we have to stream a little bit more uh, in the future. Probably, yeah. Uh, for a few, there are a lot of streaming days actually to come. So maybe we'll we'll get used to it a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I think I think the the hardest days yeah, to definitely. stream are. Uh, like yesterday, be, because you were you have your normal work schedule, and then uh, on on the yeah. on the evening you are also doing this for three, uh, uh, let's say for for two and a half to four hours, because uh, Saturday stream wa was three uh, three point five hours, and and yesterday stream was close yeah. to three hours. And you just have to pay attention to both uh, to both players, uh, how they play and what they play. You have to interact with the chat. You have to interact your, with your co-hosts. And um, really, really, kudos for all the streamers out there and all the commentators who put out uh, the content. Uh, you are doing such a great job. It's amazing and. You can all only uh, really respect it if you have done it yourself. And I've never thought that it would be so yeah, hard. Yeah. And really, all the content creators that, that are doing this, you are, you are very, very impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and one thing that is often um, not noticed is yeah, the streamer goes online, he does his work for two to four hours and then he goes offline. But this isn't the whole work for the streamer. Um, as we were talking about, yeah, we have the layout, we have yeah. the overlays and we, I, we only prepared seven different overlays and seven is uh, a, a lot to manage with Carpet Live and etc. But I, I've seen the, the OBS layout from Julian because he showcased it on Twitter. I think he has above 30 different scenes and they all interact with each other. Wow. And the, the work he, he, uh, uh, the, the work that went into pre uh, preparing this is immensely. And yeah, definitely kudos to, to every big streamer with, with yeah, their OBS settings and everything else. It's, it's just, a very very under appreciated work i think i mean you appreciate it if you see it but you you are simply you never grasp the yeah. full um work that's behind it yeah you definitely don't acknowledge the work behind it so yeah i, I think that was about the the streaming experience we had and and uh uh, Austrian Legacy League Cup. If you want to know, more, if you want to have more infos about the cup, um, just visit us on Twitter. It's at Austrian underscore Legacy. Also, you can search on YouTube Austrian Legacy League. We have our own channel there, and all the uh, VODs will be will be 
online and also um, you can follow us on I think what do we have also? We, uh, we, we've got almost everything. I mean, I mean, I mean Twitch, of course, you, uh, when we are live streaming. Ah, uh, Twitch, yeah, yeah, I forgot Twitch. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh, yeah, also follow us on Twitch. Uh, we would love to be affiliate in the future. So hit that follow button for us. It's Austrian underscore legacy on Twitch. Yeah, definitely. And with this little advertisement, um, we're going through uh, through the legacy meta shift. Um, we think at the moment that uh, Snowco is a little bit underrepresented, and at the moment, almost all decks are playing Dreadhorde Arcanist. Yeah. Do, do, do you see this right? Um. Yeah, I wouldn't say that every deck is playing Dreaded Arcanist. I think Dreaded Arcanist and especially Rakdelva is a little bit on, on an upswing in, in the meta right now. And Snoko is currently on a downswing, which means that for me, the uh, combo decks, especially Doomsday, are currently really, really good in the meta, which means you need a fast clock. And with that, we, we see a little bit of an uprising of Rakdelva. And yeah, a, a few new decks are currently out there, which is spe uh, specifically the new Hull Breacher Echo of Eons combo decks. Mm. And oh yeah, that seems insane. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, <laughs> an upgrade over Narset in a shell because you can win after resolving an Echo because the Echo generates uh, generates seven mana, which is yeah really really good. Um, yeah. And previously, you most of the time, if you don't have the initial mana, you have to pass the turn and your opponent got uh, a turn with his new seven cards. And yeah, with this version, you can hard cast the Khan and play some stuff or maybe do a second echo and uh, deploy your mana. And yeah, definitely, definitely an upgrade. You, you, you basically negate the, the tempo loss from casting the echo in a sense. Yeah. Definitely. So you regain the tempo uh, and you first get to uh, use or abuse uh, the seven new cards that you get uh, from the Echo. And yeah. this is a yeah, big deal. Also, also your opponent doesn't get the cards. So Yeah, of course also. Yeah. Yeah, of course, <laughs> he of doesn't course. have anything to abuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a nice card for, for Echo, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I think... Uh, Hull Breacher in, in, in any other deck is, is underperforming. I think mm. uh, I think Mark Eric Vogt has said it on the Eternal the Everyday Eternal podcast from, from Julian and, and Callum Smith. Uh, that Hull Breacher has underperformed in his Bent Miracles. Oh yeah. Uh, shell. Yeah, it's really yeah. He, he he tried it. But I think we, we covered Hull Breacher fairly fairly as expected in our last episode. I think we, we said it would, I think we didn't mention the, the echo variants. I think we, we said for us, it seems like it is worse because it dies to removal spells. But yeah, the upside of, of the, the trash tokens is much, much better in this shells. So it, it works out that way. Um, um, uh, but for the... Uh, uh, sorry, Peter, just uh, for clarification, do you mean worse than, for example, Naset or yeah, 
Yeah. I, I thought personally that it would be a little bit worse than Narset, but yeah. it actually is, is better than Narset. But yeah, for each other archetype, I mean, for, for the Punt Miracles farm for Mark Eric Vogt, I thought that the card wasn't that great because it just eats the removal spells, uh, which you don't want in game one. And yeah, and for each other deck, we, we haven't seen it really performing. Yeah. So with that, I think, yeah, Rakdelva is a little bit on the uprise because of the now a little bit more dominant combo decks. And with that, um, Snoko was on the upswing because it's a little bit worse than the combo decks. But with Rakdelva on the upswing, Snoko will come <laughs> back up and yeah, we have uh, it's, it's the everlasting cycle of uh, of 2019 cards. Yeah, but I it think it's all the year at the moment. Yeah, but but it's the same like in in previous years. I mean, if we we look at 2017 or 16, I think we we all also had there the trinity of um, tempo decks, control decks, and combo decks, and which one was the the more dominant force in the meta the opposing uh, the better deck shifted up and the other deck shifted down and which is in this case control shifting downwards because of combo and delva shifting upwards because of combo so yeah that happens all the time and yeah um, speaking of new decks i think there were some very spicy lists in the last few challenges I think I have seen a uh, uh, Grixis Phoenix Doomsday list. I have uh, seen also the, the Green-White Reclaimer list. That seems also very promising and interesting. So people are out there brewing, which yeah. I really love and what I really like. So... Um, yeah. And also, also you have said you have a, a new list that you wanted to to go over. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the list is as uh, according to to NCD, it's uh, originally from Stefan Schütz, mm -hmm. um, but I, I've seen list uh, a challenge result from Elf Kit who went third in a challenge, I think on Saturday or Sunday. Um, November 28th, so it was so uh, Friday. Saturday. Uh, Saturday, sorry. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Sa mm -hmm. So uh, last week, Saturday. And yeah, this is the list. I, If I would have been smart enough, I uh, would maybe have done before. It's it's uh, kind of similar to the four-color Delver list I've played, um, but really, really more cohesive. Um, and you mean to the four-color painter list? <laughs> yeah, the four-color painter list, definitely. <laughs> um, now I'm playing Banter, which is a little bit more all-in because I'm playing LED, Mox, uh, Opal, and much, much more. And yeah, the list played, yeah, 10 Fetchlands, uh, five basic lands, three dual lands, brainstorm, ponder, force of will, two force of negation, um, six blast effects for Arkham's Astrolabs, four Kotals, two bolts, two uh, Veil of Summer, three grindstone, four painter servant, and three Okos. And the main deck just looks beautiful. 
And Stefan Schütze is, according to Anse D, 20, uh, 62 to 13 with the list. And yeah, it's it's really, really great. And yeah, I definitely have to try this out. This seems very, very promising. It's just a deck that filters to your deck, negates every blue deck out there. And with yeah, Doomsday, um, yeah, with, with Doomsday... Um, Rack Delva and Snowco or Bunt Miracles out there. It mm. seems to be a good meta choice with six blast effects in the main deck. And mm -hmm. yeah, I really, really want to try this. I think um, uh, I, I shortly tried, or of course other people also tried, um, Splinter Twin and Legacy. And I kind of want to compare it to that because this list looks like a good splinter twin list that it wanted to be but it never reached it to be so it's a, a control deck uh with a combo finisher that's basically yeah. the whole idea and the the good thing about uh painter servant uh and main grindstone less so but a painter servant the combo piece on its own is strong by itself and yeah cost doesn't cost four mana like uh, splinter tent was yeah, I mean, I mean, the combo in itself costs four mana after a two drop, but but the the big 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 thing about Painter is it allows you to play six blast effects and in a blue heavy meta game this is insane and yeah. I really really like that the stats on on Painter because Painter in itself stone walls a failure and this is really really huge. Oh yeah, this, yeah, that's it, true. We we that's true. we've seen that in the uh, in your matches I think in the cup. Versus, yeah, versus yeah it's, I mean, I mean, it doesn't. I uh, didn't stonewall there because he had a Caracas out there, but yeah, it's it's definitely something that was really really huge before. It it isn't that big of a deal, I think, in a in the the, the latter year now. But yeah, you have Icefang Quartal too, and yeah, the list is just beautiful. Yeah, the only thing I'm missing here is probably one euro or something. Uh, but but that's me adding spice to something that's probably really tuned and probably yeah. good enough. Yeah, I, th I, I, don't I, think I wouldn't say it. that this list is tuned um, because Stefan Schütz and Anorak Das back in the day really, really promoted the, the through the breach combo. Uh, not, not through the breach, the, the breach. Um, Underworld breach. Underworld breach combo. And they first started off with a really, really cohesive list with a lot of four-offs. And this looks just like such a list. And I only expect uh, this list to get better over the time. Okay, because two so, great so minds are building on it. Are working on it. And at first, um, the, the, the Breach decks uh, haven't played Intuition's Divine Reclamation, which was something that came up a little bit later in the design process of the deck and maybe this is something this deck could play too but yeah we really have to think i i think uh these two uh will have the reps and i think at least stefan will have the reps with uh yeah 75 matches played which means yeah 15 leagues so it seems like really really good oh yeah lonely painter servant it's it's a really nice and clean list. I like it uh, because when I, when I look, I like it when when a list looks that clean and 
and tidy, tidied up. Yeah. I for myself, I'm. <laughs> I, lo I love to put a lot of free offs <laughs> in my decks. <laughs> just, <laughs> just free free offs make room for another card that's I can put in there as a free off. <laughs> yeah, or allows for more spicy oh, yeah, one offs. Spicy one offs are where, where my heart is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, I think this covered covers the the, the meta game. I think quite well, or pretty, the, pretty the magic much. scene up today. Not much going on. A little bit of shift, as we said. Yeah, uh, I'm excited about new decks like this. Oh yeah, it's uh, at the moment uh, we are just experiencing COVID. We can't do anything big. Uh, big. There's no there no big tournaments. But actually, there's one very cool idea I've seen from uh, the biggest legacy community in Italy from the Blue Dojo Gaming I think are they called and they are hosting an, uh, uh, basically a legacy unchained they, they are calling it uh, legacy unlimited power so they are, there are uh, 13 or something um, I, I gotta I gotta just uh, Uh, there are more 18, um, there are 26 cards unbanned. 26, uh, 26 cards unbanned. So there's a Wheel of Fortune, Tolerant Academy, Survival of the Fittest, Skull Clamp, Goblin Recruiter, Mental Mister, Mind Twist, Memory Jar, Renin Six, Mana Drain, Lurus of the Dream, then Imperial Seal, Hermit Druid, Detection Probe, Frantic Search, Fast Bond, Dig Through Time, uh, is Windfall. This Windfall? Windfall. Windfall. Yeah. Earthcraft, Sensacy Dining Top, Deathrite Charmant, Treasure Cruise, Yardmoth Bargain, Balance, Overfruits, and Surda. So the, the Firefox from Icoria. Out of those cards, I think the the ones that would matter the most, in my opinion, is of course Tolerian Academy, Mental Misstep, Memory Char, maybe, um, Fastbound, and Treasure Cruise and Dick for Time. I think all the others wouldn't really matter. Yeah, if you if you if you uh, use a competitive standpoint, I totally agree with you. Um, but there are some fun things uh, you could do, like playing uh, uh, basically a turbo depth with bloodgasts and skull clamp that <laughs> just lets you draw cards. Um, there, there are many things that you yeah. can do, or just play the, the Earthcraft uh, Squirrel Nest combo, which in itself is certainly one of the worst decks you could build out of these cards, but it would be hilarious. <laughs> Pr pretty, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, with with such uh, decks, I think combo decks um, gain the most out of it, just because it's really hard to to prepare a a control deck um in yeah. a in a new environment because the the cards do not line up perfectly and control control decks always needs to have a perfect deck to in a field yeah. and for combo decks you can have a kind of a little bit suboptimal list and you you fare really really well in a in a new meta it's it's the same as if we have a big mana shift uh, <laughs> mana meta shift, shift in 
in in a in a format uh, the the best decks are always the aggressive decks at first and yeah that's true yeah and kind of expected here as well i mean we we talked about it that maybe um a four color delva build could be the best and i've definitely think this this could be true because with Death of Charm and Kitex and Probe, Mental Misstep and Treasure Cruise, it seems like a good starting point with an yeah, four color or three color Delva shell. But yeah, we definitely have to see it. Maybe Ren and Six comes back too, but I think in a but I th maybe Ren and Six is even too too yeah. slow. I think in, in, uh, in this uh, format. I think it does close to nothing actually. Um, yep. I think the scariest card by far of all of these is Tolarian Academy. Yeah. This it, is just... It can just generate yeah. Uh, yeah, four or five men on turn one. And, yeah, um, it's, it's just I'm, insane. I think that Renate 6 could be a great force in, in a meta like this, but not just for uh, a single tournament. It, uh, it feels like yeah, yeah, the yeah, meta has to if, develop, if develop it, it, then there will certainly be, be a deck that plays Ren and Six and that can leverage its power. But it's, like I said, for, yeah. like you said, Peter, uh, for one tournament, there's certainly, there will certainly be more combo focused decks that rise to the top. Everyone yeah. would certainly try out, of course, a storm list, maybe with Misstep Probe and Imperial Seal. Uh, this kind of sounds like fun, but I'm a, I would be afraid that this is maybe too. It's not. You think it's not good enough? Too weak. I'm not sure. Maybe even dig for time or treasure cruise. <coughs> uh, treasure cruise doesn't make sense really, but dig for time maybe. Um, yeah, I, I would certainly I, I, play something like that, but I'm not sure if it's the best. Yeah, I, I think I would try something like high tide with with windfall, probe, uh, frantic search, and misstep. It it should seem like a good starting point but yep. the problem is i think that high tide is just a little bit too slow because you you need your three at least three islands and yeah it could it could be too slow it could be too slow yeah, you can play fast bond <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, i mean it would splash green for whale of summer so yeah it seems like you can just put your islands to play high tide on bam <laughs> <laughs> uh, things I I would like to I, to try would be survival of the fittest, with with like the the vintage decks Benjamin Benjamin that's totally my jam, um, something along along the, the dark death blood gas skull clamp list I proposed at the at the beginning, um, even even the squirrel nest earthcraft combo would be hilarious I, I would love it. And probably something with fast bond would also be uh, what I would like to do. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let's see yeah. how the decks or which is the best deck of the tournament. I'm certainly excited for that, for the results. I, I think it's probably some kind of Delva. Yeah, let's see. Let's let's up, see up oh, yeah, I, I probably go i am probably going to play in this uh, tournament i'm not sure what to play but yeah the tournament is on 27th of december and we will put the link up in the show notes so you can uh 
it's it's on Facebook actually, so you can go there and make your, make up your mind. And it certainly seems like a fun time. And with this, I think we wrap it up here. As always, uh, it would be great if you would follow us on Twitter. Um, it's at response underscore legacy. Also, you can find me on Twitter. It's at finnekmtg. It's P-H-I-N-E-K-M-T-G. And for uh, Peter, what's your Twitter tag? You can find me at Unicorn Lord, but the O in the Lord is a zero. And what's about you, Daniel? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Flying Delver. So, yeah, I think we wrap it up here. It was nice to have uh, to be with you, my two co hosts, and with our great listeners. Yeah, definitely. And with that, in response, The end.